The Capital Ideas Podcast now has a new monthly edition hosted by Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin. Investment professionals reveal their best mentors, how they find their next great idea, and a few funny stories. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. American Funds Distributors, Inc. It can be hard to see the challenges that people we work with every day are going through. I'm Holly Robinson-Pete. Join us on The Visibility Gap, a new podcast presented by Cigna Healthcare. Download it wherever you get your podcasts. You know success when you see it. Or you think you do. The people in the spotlight. But what about those small business masterminds who succeed at making their money work harder? They do that by having a business bank account with QuickBooks Money, which now earns 5% annual percentage yield. Making your money work as hard as you do? That's how you business differently. Learn more about QuickBooks Money at quickbooks.com slash 5APY. Banking services provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Only funds and envelopes earn APY. APY can change at any time. We want to talk property in the Asia-Pacific, and let's get to Roddy Allen, Chief Research Officer at uh, Asia-Pacific, J-A-L, I'm sorry, J-L-L, Asia-Pacific. So, Roddy, uh, let's start with Hong Kong. It's it's a kind of perilous market, I suppose, at at the moment, uh, given uh, how rate-sensitive they are in Hong Kong. Um, Are the prospects dire here, or are there some... Are there some reasons to be optimistic going into next year, particularly if inflation has peaked? Yeah, I mean, I think I think there's definitely reason for optimism in Hong Kong. I think we, we, we've seen price correction and also rental corrections um, over the last couple of years in Hong Kong. And I think what we're seeing is from an investor perspective, yeah, if we look at the broader investment outlook globally, um, there are certainly plenty of challenges out there. Um, at the same time, I think investors are looking beyond that and and seeing optimism when it comes to Hong Kong. I think also from the Hong Kong perspective, much as there, um, you know, we're seeing now China opening up, Hong Kong has already opened up, but I think all of that bodes well for the for the city. So it's definitely the case that we're seeing both um, local and um, international investor interest there. So uh, it, we've had other guests on our shows suggesting that even China's property market potentially is a good investment opportunity next year or a bit beyond. What do you see there? I think in, in terms of China, yeah, I mean, we do we do see optimism out there. Um, as, as China opens up, um, international investors will come back. I think, you know, we've, we've seen corrections in China's property market, um, but I think you know, the government has ensured that everything that's been happening out there has been relatively well ordered. Um, I think, you know, there are certainly plenty of of great tailwinds for for China out there. Um, So I think longer term, um, both for international investors and domestic investors, there's plenty of opportunity out there in China, especially in sectors like logistics, um, where where there's a long way to play within that. Um, Similarly, in data centers, etc., Roddy, how much scope is there for some relaxation in some of the macroprudential measures that were put in place, uh, particularly with extremely high down payments necessary and and um, some other restrictions as well? Uh, some of them have been modestly adjusted. For instance, the uh, the stamp duty for uh, for for non locals. Uh, uh, but but is there is there much scope for that to be relaxed, or are they going to stick to their guns? I, I, th- I think there's potential for, for, for loosening there, to be honest. Um, I think, you know, in terms of the government supporting the economy, I think that's going to be that that's going to be a focus. So there's, there's definitely um, 
room room for cautious optimism there. So, Roddy, you are optimistic on uh, hotels in the APAC region next year. Why? We we are. I mean, what we've seen, and this is not just an Asia Pacific trend. I think we've seen this this globally. Um, looking at, looking across the world, um, as the world and and, and markets have opened up, um, we've seen both business and leisure travel come back. What we saw, um, you know, for the full year 2022, as we finish up the year just now, um, we've seen investment volumes up sort of about 10 to 15 percent this year, and we expect to see that continue next year up by about six percent. As essentially. Um, the hotel sector um, performs um, very well. I mean, what we've seen in the hotel sector globally, and we're beginning to see this in some APAC markets, is an actual fact that the, the occupancy um, and also the spend within hotels actually exceeding the position it was in pre-COVID. And Roddy, I'm not sure whether Japan is part of your purview, but um, it's kind of interesting. It's one of the places that interest rates still very low. Uh, let me give you a more open slate outside of Hong Kong and China. Uh, what looks good in 2023? There, there's a lot of opportunity there. I think I'll pick up with Japan. I think Japan probably be, would be one of our top picks. Um, there's there's a number of reasons behind that. Um, but I think, you know, the first thing we've seen is with the strength of the U.S. dollar, the, the weakness of the yen. And for international investors, that makes Japan, you know, highly appealing. We've seen, you know, a, a correction there. I don't have the numbers in front of me for today, but, you know, um, around about 20%. So that, that pricing-wise, that makes Japan appealing. I think the second point with Japan would be the interest rate position as, as well. If you look at the spread between, if, you, if you're leveraging a real estate deal, um, and looking at, at the yields in Japan, the, the, the low cost of capital versus that yield is very appealing. Okay, Roddy, thank you very much for joining us. Roddy Allen, Chief Research Officer at JLL, uh, usually call him Jones Lang LaSalle, for the Asia Pacific. You know, it can be hard to see the challenges that people we work with every day are going through. Invisible struggles like stress and burnout, caregiving for a loved one, or being misunderstood. But insight, awareness, and empathy will help us better see the issues they're dealing with. And that can make us and our companies healthier, too. I'm Holly Robinson-Pete. Join us on The Visibility Gap, a new podcast presented by Cigna Healthcare. Download it wherever you get your podcasts. From Silicon Valley to Wall Street, the promise and perils of artificial intelligence are playing out on the world stage. But what will the next phase of AI adoption look like? Which companies from big tech to startups will dominate? And where do the risks and unintended consequences lie? I'm Emily Chang. Join me at Bloomberg Tech in San Francisco, May 9th, to answer many of the industry's burning questions. Alongside SNAP's Evan Spiegel, Xbox president Sarah Bond, OpenAI's Brad Lightcap, top researcher Dr. Fei-Fei Li of Stanford, and many more. More details and just a few tickets left at Bloomberg.com slash TechSF.